I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, let's talk about your friends, not just your 5,000 Facebook friends, Tom. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't have that many of the others. Well, you know what? Let's find out, because they did a recent poll about your friends. 55% of people said they have kept the same best friends over the last decade. Okay, now I do have some of the same best friends, mostly from, like, school. And you know what's interesting is my kids were telling me when they were in middle school, their Mm -hmm. teachers were like, you'll never see any of these kids again. You'll never be friends with them again. And that was wrong. They're still good friends, even though they've gone off to different high schools. And it's kind of the same for me. The kids I met in middle school, some of them are my best lifelong friends. Yeah, yeah. You carry them with you for a little while. It's surprising how early that can start. 67% said they've lost at least a few of their friends they had 10 years ago. Well, of and course. You're going to have those seasons. Yes. You're going to lose some friends and gain some other friends. It's interesting you say seasons because that's what my wife talks about all the time. Yeah. You, have, you have people that come along for a season in your life and then things change. Maybe you're... Maybe you have kids and they don't. Yeah, Maybe they yeah. did a job somewhere else. Now, 8% say they have no close friends at all. Wow. That's tough. That's sad. Oh, that everybody bit. needs a close friend. And now, Tori, do you have a lot of friends? Because I don't know a lot about your personal. Oh, I was like, why are you uh, asking me? Well, because I know, I know Tom. I mean, he has his two friends, Steve and um, the, the <laughs> other one. He's not helping. Uh, you don't know me very well. <laughs> what is... Sean, Sean and Steve. Yeah. And to be fair, also, uh, Joe Jeffries is a pretty good friend. Okay. He's the one that's been through high school and since. But, Tori, how about you? You got a lot of friends, or you... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've only got probably two or three really, really close friends. But, okay. yeah, I mean, I've got friends. Now, Kato, we know you are like a social <laughs> butterfly. You know what's weird is I don't... I, I'm. I don't really keep in contact with friends, anybody I went to school with Okay, between right. Tri-County Tech and high school, middle school. But I have friends I still hang out with regularly, talk to often, that I've had for more than 20 years. Well, 30% admit they've lost friends following a breakup. Hmm. Now, that's going to happen. Well, you know, of course. Yeah. yeah. Even even that starts like even in middle school and stuff. Like you break up with her, and so you've lost friends because y'all would hang out together or hang out with the other friends. And usually you kick them to the curb. You only keep the friends that was your friend before the relationship. Yeah, well, and sometimes that. But if you met them together. Yeah, you met them together. Then you've lost you, those friends. No, you just have <laughs> to make sure you don't schedule them in the same weekend. No. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. You can. I'm... Friends with a lot of people. Well, you're different, though. You yeah. really are different. Yeah, I am weird. But one of my lifelong friends I actually met through a guy I was dating, and he was, like, not great. And at one point, his friend looked at me and went, 
do you just want to be friends? And I was like, I do. And we're still <laughs> friends this day. And that was years and years ago. Well, I would actually hit on my ex's friends because I wanted to ruin her life more. Oh, wow. So yeah. like I actually yeah. would date if I could. And sometimes I pulled it. I would date her friends after she did me wrong, and that way I was like, I know I'm creating some major conflict in her life. <laughs> You're like, stir the pot. Uh-huh. Stir the pot. <laughs> How old are you? I'm old enough to I do that. Serious. Okay. 40% admit to having a friendship end in a fight. So they got in a fight, and the friendship was over. No, I just walked away. Okay. Yeah. That I don't, sounds it's the not, same. It's not. I, we didn't argue. We didn't fuss, fight. I just... No longer answer calls or texts. I or, had buddies that would get in a fight, and they would wake up the next day, and they'd still be buddies. I'm like, <laughs> that's just weird. It's like they'd do a little fist fight, and they'd wake up next friends. Yeah, it's kind of like friends. how Tom was saying, though. You know, you've got friends for seasons, and you've got friends for reasons. Oh, like, it's like not that. always thank you. It's not sound like a country song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got friends for seasons. And some just for reasons. reasons. Wow. <laughs> now <laughs> Okay, and then 30% say they have a friend that they regret having fallen out with, but they just can't bring themselves to make a, a move to make up with that friend. Yes, I do that as well. What do you mean? I have a friend that I've lost contact with, and I hate it. And after a, after a while, it's become awkward. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And if I reach out, it's just going to be an awkward yeah. Meeting. So you should call like, her. She'll be fine with it. Okay, I'll, I might do that today. <laughs> yeah. Get you uh, reach out maybe on Facebook, just kind of fish a little bit and see well, if they that's respond. that's probably what I'll do. I'll yeah. probably send a little text. Poker. <laughs> they, they, can you still poke I people on Facebook? I think you can. I don't think so. Well, I, feel like I think so. I poked someone this weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wait. I might not have been Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's just weird, Tom. I know. Well, if you can still poke, you need to go poke your friends and relatives and if they haven't been poked in a while. <laughs> and if you don't, you don't, if it doesn't work on Facebook, do it in real life. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Come here, Grandma. <laughs> Wholesale. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. A lot of people in relationships with someone who has a problem, and it creates a problem for them. Do they know that they have a problem? Probably not, in not all cases. <laughs> yeah. uh, one great example, and you see a lot about this, is someone who's dating or in a relationship with a narcissist. Oh. And a narcissist can really play some wicked tricks on somebody, especially with gaslighting. I found an interesting article on five signs of a narcissist. So maybe you look at your relationship and you ask yourself, am I being gaslighted by this person? Are they maybe taking advantage of my better nature? And the thing is, you'll in your head think, okay, I definitely am. And then you'll walk out of the argument going, no, maybe it was me. I don't know. You can also listen to this to see if you are a narcissist. No, narcissists will never recognize that they're narcissists. (laughs) Okay. Okay. They say a narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance and a deep need for admiration. Uh, A lot of times it's characterized by being overly concerned with personal adequacy, power, prestige, and vanity. And narcissists often exploit people and take advantage of others to achieve their own goals. And the problem with this is it can create significant stress and impairment in social or occupational or other areas of functioning. So you're not going to be able to diagnose someone with this alone, but it might give you some tools to watch out for it. Number one is the inflated ego. 
This is an exaggerated sense of self-importance. It's the belief that they're better than everyone else and deserve to be treated that way. They go my ego. Now, they'll never actually (laughs) admit this to themselves, or at least it's rare, but you can see it in their behavior. I think they don't even recognize it. Probably not. Yeah, Yeah. if they have a big ego and they're better than everybody else. Well, they might, though. They might sit around and go, everyone else is stupid. (laughs) No, Hulk, he does not realize it. <laughs> or they might walk out of a meeting that everyone else is in and think that because they're so important, what they're doing is more important. It's right, Tom. <laughs> he don't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what's so funny is, Tom, you got to bring back something from like that happened 15 years ago. Yeah, we ain't had a meeting in 15 years. I know. Years. I'm like, you can't call me out on that anymore. I don't do it anymore. Yeah, I haven't done that in 15 years. That's just because you don't have the opportunity anymore. I sound a little narcissist to say that you can't use that example. Oh, snap. Thank you, Tori. (laughs) All right. A lack of empathy. Empathy is a crucial factor in understanding another person's point of view. And it's one of the most important characteristics to make a good leader and an effective communicator. But empathy can also be learned. Narcissists, on the other hand, have an extremely low level of empathy. They're often highly confident and ambitious people who use their charm to get what they want from others, and they don't care about other people's feelings or thoughts. A lot of times, they not that they don't care, they just don't even think about the other person's yeah, yeah. situation. Empathy's also good to use when your kid's in trouble, like a lot of times... If you have empathy during that situation. Is that like when you're getting spanked and your mom will be like, this hurts me more than it yeah, does you? And it's ways. like, no, Kathy, it does yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's name wasn't Kathy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really weird if you said that. I know, right? Right. All right. Need for attention. Narcissists are people who have a very high need for attention. They are often approval-seeking individuals, and they will go to great lengths to get that attention. A great example, like look at the profession. You can find narcissists in every profession and in all walks of life, but a lot of celebrities and politicians, radio announcers, (laughs) people that need attention. So watch for that. Yeah, last week I actually posted on our Facebook page that uh, CEOs are most often narcissists and psychopaths. Oh, really? That's how they get there. They Mm. use all these people underneath them. Exactly. All right. Narcissists also often have repressed insecurities. Uh, You know, insecurities are a part of life, and we all have them. We all have to learn how to deal with them. But for some people, it's more difficult than for others. When people feel insecure about themselves, they can often often behave in ways that are attention-seeking behaviors or narcissistic behavior. When people feel insecure about themselves, a lot of times they will act out in ways that narcissists do to get that attention. So they want to tell people how important they are. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> you can think of. <laughs> Uh, no. I'm not talking about you. No. I'm just talking about, I'm asking people that are listening right now. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And finally, they have few boundaries. Uh, a lot of times the narcissistic personality disorder is a pathological disorder that affects self-esteem and emotional stability, and they become manipulative individuals who do not have any boundaries in their lives. They will use any tactic to get what they want, even if it means manipulating others to do what they want or abandoning them when they no longer need them. Yeah, or destroying them. They don't care about the other person. So, 
Right. They'll go do some irrational boundaries that will even destroy the person that they're involved with. Well, that's in a relationship for yeah. sure. And mm-hmm. even somewhere like at work, they may, you know, they don't have any kind of idea of what's inappropriate or socially inappropriate to ask someone to do. Like the boss that is like, hey, I need you to go get my laundry and I want, I need you to stay late tonight. Um, I know it's Thanksgiving, but, you know, I need this done. Right, and so they a, don't realize that they're not respecting anyone's boundaries. Or here's a picture of what I did in the toilet this morning. Did I? And you think I'm okay? Oh, I don't think it's anything like that. That's <laughs> just medical research. <laughs> but look around and maybe look inward and see. But also, if you're in a relationship and you see signs of this, yeah. maybe you should be careful that, you know, you're not being manipulated. Or that you're going to be the wife of a president of a company one day. That's an upside. Okay. <laughs> Very positive, rich. positive spin there. Yeah. Make sure you get a narcissist that's successful. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, kids, I've got the things you're doing that's driving your parents crazy. You, you may not know them all. No. no, no, no. A lot of times kids are just oblivious to that, Tom. When you're like, can I please go to Tracy's house, please, please? And she keeps saying no, but you're like, I'm going to wear her down. And you keep asking and yeah. she keeps saying no. Begging, begging mm-hmm. over and over, over. Mama, 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 <laughs> mama, mama, yeah. mama. How old are these kids you're talking about? I think they vary in all ranges Because there. the older kids, I think, know when they're bugging their parents. The little kids aren't going to learn anything from this anyway. I might know, but it doesn't mean I stop. So, okay. Do you know that parents raise their voice or even yell at their kids up to three times a day? Hmm. Which I thought was low. <laughs> <laughs> that is low, but yeah. you know, you really shouldn't raise your voice. Think about that. Hard. Well, you know. Yeah, I know it's hard. Yeah. I, I think there's times when it's appropriate to raise your voice. You shouldn't say bad things, but I think you sure. can holler. All right, so things that you're doing, kids, that are driving your parents crazy, nonstop talking. Especially in the back seat when you are driving somewhere. <laughs> That's me still to this day. When I go back home and I'm up in the morning with my mom, I'll start talking. And I'll in the middle of my sentence, I'll be like, I know I'm driving you crazy because I haven't shut up in yeah. like 30 minutes uh-huh. straight. But I got yeah. one more thing to tell uh-huh. you about this unicorn uh-huh. I saw on TV uh-huh. the other day. You're driving is crazy right yeah. now. Yeah. But I got one more thing to tell you. I don't <laughs> mind my kids talking in the back. Now, are they talking to each other or to you? They're just talking. talking I don't mind if they yeah. talk. I mean, I turn the radio if I need well, to. Well, you're good at blocking things out. I guess, yeah. but it's like good that your kids are chatting and talking right. to each other. Throwing things in the house, especially with the, the kid, like guys, they throw footballs and I'm yeah. like, all the time. Stop throwing that in the house. I literally tell my son he likes to kick the dog's toys and like get them as high in the air as he can. Yeah, and I'm like, you're gonna break something. And the next thing he does is hits it onto a table and knocks something over. I'm like, <laughs> stop! Can't you see this? But he just has this grin on his face. All right, reasons why parents are raising their voice. You're jumping on the furniture or the bed okay like how many times my kids just jump on the couch i'm like what are you doing they'll do wrestling matches right there and i'm like oh someone's throwing one on the couch oh yeah you need a soft landing duh (laughs) i've never had them jump on it like that but they definitely my son and daughter will wrestle in the living room and knock the couch Mm -hmm. around and all all right uh talking or assassin which is like, you know, they're being a smart aleck back at to you. And I've noticed that with teenagers. They get to this point where they feel like they can do that. My son never does that. My daughter always does that. <laughs> she she learned it from mama? She's me. Okay. Uh, and then a lot of parents say they will raise their voice or yell at the kids to stop whining. Quit whining. Quit complaining. But mom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know why they whine? 
Because it works. <laughs> no, they will wear you down, won't they? That's why parents whine, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My wife says it's 4 o'clock somewhere. Okay. <laughs> she says that at 11 a.m. sometimes. Reasons, it's, it's 5 o'clock, by the way. Uh, she does 4. <laughs> Reasons why your parents are uh, yelling at you, they say, shut the door. You raised in a barn? Mm-hmm. You're letting all the air out. Yeah, I didn't have that one as much. Yeah. I'm more likely to be the one doing it. <laughs> Oh, leaving the door open? You know why we didn't have a big problem with that, though? Is we had pets. So they learned early on, if you leave the door open, pets going to get out. So they didn't do it as much. Okay, you're running in the house. is another reason why your parents would yell at you. I don't mind that, except when they do it in sock feet. And then I'm like, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> well, that's one thing. But if you are like, you've got a two-story house, and they're up above you, and they're running up and back and forth, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, it's sometimes like I'll text me like, I think you're going to break the third floor. It's going to come down. And then uh, number two was yelling. You, They're yelling. And how many times have I done this? Like, they'll be yelling back and forth. I'm like, I'll yell at them. I'm like, quit yelling. You don't yell in the house. And they're like, you're doing it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what I think's funny is I yell at my dog when he barks at the door. And I thought about it. And he's probably thinking I'm just barking with him. He's probably like, yeah, come on, more people. Let's yell at this guy at the front door. That's what I do with my dog because he has dementia. So I'm like, I'm going to support him. So if he walks by a mirror and he starts like barking at it, I'm like, that's right, Coda. You tell that mirror there what's up. I support <laughs> the people in my home. I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> He's got dementia, and you're encouraging his dementia behavior. No, I'm encouraging the sass. I'm like, get him. Okay. All right, and then finally, Coo-coo. things that the kids are doing that drive the parents crazy, they're fighting and hitting in the house. They're going at it. They're throwing haymakers. Yeah, my oh, kids, yeah. obviously, with a boy and girl, well, and it's, it hasn't been as bad. Well, it could be verbal fighting, too. Like, you know what? They're fighting, shutting doors on each other, slamming doors. I usually just get involved. I pick a side, and then I start talking. There you go. He's right. Yeah. You do that. Or she, <laughs> she's right. Quit kicking stuff in the house. So you instigate. Uh, I wouldn't say that. It's already it's already gated. I'm just joining in on the gating. You know what? You should be just like a, one of those judges' shows. Like, get up there, you hit your hammer. It's like, okay, let's sit down. Let's settle this right now. Bum, bum, bum. They say, though, <laughs> and the experts say, if your kids are going at it, uh, if you can let them like figure it out, it helps them out later in life to negotiate and figure out their own problems. Because when parents step in to become the judge, that's a huge problem. Because <sighs> you'll be there to fix all their problems, and they lean on you too much. That's a overthinking it if they're punching each other i think you should probably step well in. that but if it's just verbal fighting and they're trying to negotiate or whatever you know the last one to get the you know the last bit of of soda in the bottle or whatever there's a point where it's so annoying to you it ain't about raising them and according to some psychologist mm-hmm. thing it's about living in peace in your house you're like both and that's when you punish them both and that solves it that's when my mom used to send us outside She'd yeah. be like, get out of my hair. I don't yeah. care what y'all do. Just get out of the house. We did that. We're like, go outside and make sure you take your phone and put on Life 360 so we know where you are the entire time and be sure. And then you're like, yeah, by then it's over. We're yeah. kind of helicopter parents these days. Take your phone and go outside. That's <laughs> just weird. No, because your phone, it's how you keep track of it. I know, them. but you think about that. Our moms and dad, we didn't have the cell phones to do that. They just said, just go outside. You know what? Be, be somewhere in the neighborhood. My, I remember my mom going... It's time to eat! Yeah. <laughs> From three houses over. And that's why we all got kidnapped and abducted.
So hey, that's what's wrong with us? I don't know. My mom had a literal cowbell that she would ring for us. And just like I heard a little chubby cows, you could hear us running home. <laughs> Our rule was the streetlights. When the streetlights came on, you had to go home. And then yeah. if you didn't, you heard dad yelling from, like you said, three blocks away. You know what's so ironic is like back in the day, it was moms yelling for us to come back inside the house. And now it's like we're trying to push the kids out the door to get some fresh air and touch some grass. <laughs> They're like, Mom, do you just lock the door? Mm-mm. Bye. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, a lot of times when you get into a relationship and it starts to get a little more serious, the other person will start talking about ground rules. Oh, yeah. Maybe some things that, uh, you know, they really like you, but they want to polish up a few of the rough edges. And the rumor is that's happening right now with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh. Now, some of these are not surprising. Some of them raised my eyebrows a bit, especially the numbers involved, even for someone who's rich. But they say the first thing is she saw him wearing a Crazy Horse 3 t-shirt in Vegas after a game against the Raiders earlier this year. For those of you not familiar with Crazy Horse 3, as, as I was not, it's apparently a dance club where women dance and the men oh. stand around and throw dollar bills at them. I could tell by the name exactly what it was. Wow, really? <laughs> See, I, I had no idea. Yes. Wink, what, wink. What's it called again? Crazy Horse 3, which means there's a Crazy Horse 1 and a Crazy Horse 2 somewhere. <laughs> See, I would not. I, I think horse racing. I would have thought of that. Yeah, I'm like, you're in Vegas, must be horse racing out there or something. Right? I would have thought more like a line dancing. Like, what do we have here, a wild horse? Blind yeah. horse. Blind blind horse. horse. So Welcome blind horse Tom. is not a strip club. <laughs> no. But, but this I is would crazy think that's horse. a country place. Well, I would have thought this was, too. Yeah. Crazy I horse. I, when I saw that article, I'm like, oh, See? I know what kind of club that is. I would think it would be like a veterinarian's office for blind horses. <laughs> what yeah. would you think the dollhouse is? <laughs> Um, it's a you know, toy store. <laughs> well, it's not. It's a yeah. mobile beach. That one I think I could figure out. But but yeah. the wild horse doesn't necessarily scream that out to me. Really? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. blind horse isn't, and wild horse is. So anyway, not so to wild fight about horses that. Are, are bad, and blind horses are good. The big part about this is Taylor <laughs> was not happy with Travis about wearing that shirt. Well, the big part yeah. is Taylor apparently did know what it meant, and she yeah. says, "Listen, yeah. I don't want you going to those kind of places if we're going to be serious." Yeah, yeah. I I don't see a problem with that. Once you settle down and get serious, I think it's reasonable to say, hey, you don't need to be going anywhere else for those kind of thrills. Nope, nope. They just started dating. 
That's been Aren't six months, months now, yeah, more. It's been a little while. Uh, that's not enough. To oh, uh, it is a collaborative effort. You have to get together. You have to negotiate, like because there's some rules. Like I don't want that. Right. I don't want to be any part. If it's going to be part of your life, I'm going to set the ground rules now because down the road you get hooked into them. You spend a lot of time with them. Then it's harder to break up. Uh, when I met my wife, not very long after we've been dating, I made it very clear that I did not want to seriously date anyone who smoked. And I'm like, it's cool if someone wants to smoke, it's their business, but I don't want to deal with that. My thing is, if you come to me and said, you're not doing that, that's going to make me mad. Whereas she should have sat him down going, you know, I don't feel comfortable. Would you go into clubs like this? Would you not go? We have no idea how yeah, they discuss this. You know, I could see her being demanding. Okay, great. I think she wrote a song about it and made him listen to it. <laughs> Supposedly, she also wants him to FaceTime rather than text because she likes to see where he is and who he's with. He already. I feel like all this is hearsay, and it's funny to me, because well, it's like everybody's just hearing it and running with it and assuming it's all real. That's all media. <laughs> but, 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 you know, you think about it, I think girls really like to FaceTime more than text. No. Mm, they definitely like it well, more than men. That's they, what I thought you were going to say. If they have their makeup on, they want to FaceTime. They want to see your face. Okay, yes. yes. But don't FaceTime me after 9 p.m. because my eyebrows are off and okay. I look like a sick Victorian right. child. So, But for the most part, girls want to FaceTime if their makeup's on. A That's sick Victorian child. <laughs> don't they have filters on the FaceTime? Not enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, also, they said that Taylor is trying to change Travis' look. Oh, and my. I understand Run, this. My wife tried to do that to me whenever she met me. And finally, we got pictures and looked at him after our vacation, and she said, I'm not going to mess with your look anymore. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I think a lot of girls, they'll gently nudge you in the right direction because you will get clothes for Christmas, clothes for your birthday, and it's, it's little subtle hints, like, you need to start wearing those. I've changed my shorts. I don't wear the cargo shorts anymore. Oh, and that's because of your fiance? Because be, of Mia? It's because of Mia. Okay. Yeah. That's um, interesting. I think yeah. cargo shorts are kind of cute. Really? What's funny is the rest of us have been telling him this for years, yeah. and he finally listened to her. What it takes. They're the stretchy shorts that feel more comfortable too. It's almost like I'm just wearing underwear around the town. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Well, here's the part that made me raise my eyebrows about this. Not that she did it. Apparently, she gave him five hundred thousand dollars to step up his wardrobe. I don't care how rich you are. That's a lot of money for clothes. Yes. I can't tell you how quickly I would fake just to get that money. I'd be like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Does this go together? This shirt looks weird. I don't understand. And we know what he did with that $500,000. He got $1 bills and went to the crazy horse. <laughs> yeah, he got a new shirt. He's like, he's like honey, I, I got that money. I got some clothes. Yeah. So apparently she says she is not trying to change Travis. She's just helping him evolve to meet his new level of fame and there is some truth to that because now he is all over tiktok and i've never seen him there before so it is kind of like people are going to be hawkeyeing him and making sure that he's not slipping up and i kind of i kind of get it i give it a year well <laughs> i mean i understand the clothes things like i said it's the girls do that they just wanted to change his attire a tire yeah. they can't change a tire i had a friend female friend who said to me recently you know, you're wearing the same old clothes. Yeah, go yeah. shopping. Give me your credit card. I'll buy, yeah, I'll go they, buy they you things. That. And I'm like, you hurt my feelings. So now I don't let her forget about it. Every time I go out <laughs> with, with that group and she's there, I'm like, look, I got the same old clothes on. They're, they're judging it, you. Is it that green shirt? 
What's <laughs> funny is that you got your feelings hurt and you talk about it rather than actually doing something about it. What's even worse is Tori knows the shirt that she's talking about. Well, one day we were talking. It was like on a Thursday or Friday, and we were talking, and she goes, uh, I, I don't, I, you sassed me first. Let's put that on I the just record. Said, I don't pay attention to what anybody wears in here. I don't you care what you wear. You're making fun of my wear. jeans. Well, well. Okay. <laughs> and then she looked at me and says, well, you wore that shirt Monday. And I'm like, oh, I did. <laughs> but it, was a, it was a long sleeve outer shirt. So yeah. I had a t-shirt on under. It's like, fact, I re-wore that twice. Me that and Tom and Kato, we don't know what people are wearing here. I don't, I don't have don't a clue care. what Tom, unless he wears some kind of outlandish shirt. I don't know what he wore, the, you know. I don't, I don't know what you're wearing right now. <laughs> I will say this is interesting. In 2016, Travis played the game Kiss, Mary, Kill. And he had to choose. He said he would kiss um, Ariana Grande. He would... No. No, that's wrong. Kill Ariana Grande. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kiss Taylor Swift and marry Katy Perry. So he gave the wrong answers then. He should have had Mary for Taylor. It could have been worse, though. Well, it could have. If he'd had killed, that would have been bad. It'd be a and honestly, awkward. I'm with him on the Ariana. Because <laughs> that was about when she was telling America that she hated America, and she licked those donuts. Yeah, she's having a rough time now, too. So <laughs> There you go. Oh. All right. Well, there you go. That is our <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Swift update, the T-Swivel update. We'll have the T-Swizzle update regularly for you now. Um, <laughs> and I'm joking. But, uh, yeah, she's big news right now, and now Travis is, too, and he's got to evolve to that new level. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 